0: Hey everybody, this is Glenn and Jessica. You're listening to the 15-Minute Tea Podcast, the show that talks about everyday life, challenges, opportunities, and blessings for people who love some tea.
1: So we talk about like mental health. So what does mental health mean to you? What, what is mental health?
0: <laughs> I'm going to pass to you. on. I'm going to let
2: you open us up with that. What is mental health? Cause I know we all when, have our own opinions. I was gonna say because some people are gonna have like a textbook definition, and some people are gonna say it's a very open and broad statement. Yeah. Um, I'd say mental health is something that everyone has. Um, it it's not necessarily like whether you're happy or not, but it's more so what I guess the way you process things and. Um, I don't, I don't really know how to say what you said. No, I,
0: I, I, I like what you're saying that because to me, it's not some de- textbook definition. Yeah. Like when we're talking about mental health, I'm talking about it's like taking a shower.
3: I have to say the same thing as Till, Like music is well helps me. Um, he kind of said like just taking the day. I think you said taking the day one day at a time. Yeah. That's what I. That's what I say to people too. But I say it in Spanish. So it's un a la vez. So one day at a time, just. If you do too much at one day, you know you kind of, you don't get anything done at all. Um, so just focus on just prioritize what you really want to get done, how you want to get it done. Um, when it comes to mental health, I think you kind of you kind of don't want to be in that rut, and you kind of like it's almost in a, you're in in denial, and you're like, no, I, I can do it, I can do it. And You task yourself with a, a million more things, but in reality, if you just focus on the one thing that you really want to accomplish, I think um, you can get it done. Um, then your mental health will, uh, will get better because you're not, you don't have all those thoughts that you're like, oh my god, I can't, I can't do this because I have 10 more things to do, or, you know, so I kind of just, kind of just balancing what you have going on in your life, in your work life, in your daily life. How can I be the best
0: version of me today? Like, so, you know, we all have stressors in our lives, so it's like, almost like taking a shower and eating. Every day, I want to have the optimal, me- mental health that I can. Yeah. So what is that? Do I I, I want to work out every day. I say, yeah. I want to do you know I want to go running. I want to I want to do all the things that like making my day smaller and not having a million things that I'm trying to accomplish where I've got so much anxiety in my life.
2: Yeah. So yeah, it's not it's not a textbook definition. Probably the most open person when it comes to it. So uh,
4: when it comes to mental health like this, get will that's school, all. The school, yeah, that's for sure. Well, that that's what
0: we need because, like this this topic is something that I'm definitely not an expert in. I'll yeah. tell you that, and don't pro- proclaim to be an expert. But it's we all go through stuff, man. Yeah. I mean, we all. I don't think that there's one person like can sit here and say they don't have mental health issues. We all have it. Some to do, We just some of us just do a better job of hiding
1: it. Exactly.
2: Yeah. Right.
1: And then so, being so young and like being open to share is good too because there's so many people or like teens nowadays that they just
3: basically wow. hide.
4: Well in his diagnosis, so he oh. is your oh. phone is off, off. He it is he's now. diagnosed bipolar as youth, which youth they not usually you know, most people who are diagnosed by bipolar. bipolar disorder are already adults. They don't get diagnosed as kids. But
2: typically uh, diagnose it in, in adulthood. adulthood
4: versus childhood. Um, and so he basically was, I mean, he, he knew something wasn't right, and he, he's the one who said, like, I think that I could be bipolar, we were at Disneyland. And he had, like, an episode there, and I was like, I turned around and I, like, looked at him, and I was like, we're at Disneyland, this is like the happiest place on Earth. Why are you being such a an asshole right now? happy? Yeah. Not, why aren't you happy? Why aren't you happy? And then we got back from Disneyland and he was like, mom, I think like, I really think something's not right. That story
0: right there, this is what we need to know. Like, like stuff like that. And
4: he knows, I mean, he can tell you, we talked about it all the way here. And I was like, if you're open to telling, I mean, he basically was able to diagnose himself. He knew something was off and something wasn't right. So when we got back from that trip, he was like, something's not right, mom. Like I can just tell, like, I go like this. Till so tell us
0: about that. I mean, because your mom just said something that's, that's so true. Like, you're, you're yeah. at the happiest place on earth. Like, you're at Disney, uh-huh. and you are self-diagnosing yourself as, like, I could possibly have bipolar. Like, how
2: did that happen? Like What's up with that? Um, I had heard about it beforehand. Like, I knew um, a very influential person is, like, Kanye West, especially nowadays. Um, but he's been diagnosed with bipolar disorder obviously he he's been on and off with his medication you can tell with some of the stuff he says but um i had heard about it from like media and stuff and i was like that seems like something that i actually could have just because i mean it seems like my emotions control themselves more than i can control them wow man that's
0: that's that's pretty impressive to be so young and to be able to Oh we're just
2: touching the surface yeah <laughs> well I mean, yeah because
0: well yeah how old were you? That's uh,
2: 13. 13, yeah, 13. thirteen.
0: So because of Kanye West it sounds like because of Kanye West who was some you know we all know who Kanye yeah. is but because he was able to put his stuff out there you were able to like look at him and not not from an infatuation standpoint uh-huh. but hey man I have some of those same things yeah. and that possibly could be me yeah exactly. that, that, that's 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 pretty dope that you can uh, recognize that um, what would you what would you say to like someone that is your age you know 16 17 18 and, yeah. and really struggling with handling their emotions and just doesn't know where to go
2: like what would you what would you tell them to... hmm. I mean, The one thing I always try to think about is like, just one day at a time, you know? Win every day you can, and then it builds up, and you can build from there. You know what I mean?
0: Man, I wanna unpack that. Like, what you just said is dope
2: right there, too. Like, winning winning today, like winning one day at a time. Don't worry about the next week, or what else you have going on. Worry about today and winning today. And then that'll stack up. And, and, that will stack
0: up. So, l- listeners, I want you to hear what he just said. Like, man, let's let's not like dismiss what he's talking about. Winning one day at a time, and he just said that that those those victories will stack up. So, what you're saying
2: though, are there's some days that are not going to be good. Yeah, there's days that you won't want to do what you need to do, but you gotta win every day to get where you need to go.
1: And how, how can you, like, win? So if you're really, like, hit low, rock bottom, how do you bounce back? What's, um, you know, what do you use as skills or coping skills, or how do you bounce back?
2: Um, I have a lot of different ways. Um, one of the ways I cope is I listen to a lot of music. That helps me a lot. It calms me down. Um, I also try and think about, like, family members that I want to make proud. So that helps me sort of drive deeper and breathe some more strength out?
0: Yes, yeah, so what you're talking about is really visualizing. Uh, th- th- those are those are techniques. Visualizing, uh, there's there's you can visualize your family members being happy, yeah. um, putting yourself in a good space um which is, is essentially meditation, like yeah. b- breathing, mm-hmm. you know, just like absorbing everything. Mm-hmm. Um, We've we've also uh, have Edith Morales here. Uh, she is, is going to be on the show today with us and discussing this issue of mental health. So, uh, Edith, what we're talking about right now, uh, winning the day. I mean, would you have any insight for any of our listeners about uh, winning just today when you're not when you're not in a good space and you're not really wanting to to be around people? Um, are there any things? that you do that, that helps you win the-
1: And a quick, a quick thing to do is what's called daily self-checks. Daily self-checks is kind of where what, what you were saying, Glenn, is asking yourself those questions like, how am I feeling today? Have I eaten today, right? Or have I eaten well today? Because a lot of times we're like, oh, I'm just going to grab a coffee and you're on coffee on for, what, eight, ten hours of the day. I'm like, oh, crap, I forgot to actually eat And then that affects the way you think and the way you act with the rest of the day right and then another question to ask is how well am i sleeping did i get my four five six hours of sleep or enough hours of sleep and then the last question to ask yourself is what have i done today that brings me joy you know you guys mentioned adding so much stuff to your plate but does that any of that bring you joy I know you talk about you know running and, and and fitness and doing all of that because that brings you joy. So, what are some things that bring you joy? How how did you find out that you're like okay, I'm going to do that today?
2: Um, one thing I really love doing is hanging out with friends. So I I do film a lot like at school and stuff, and that's one of my biggest passions. Um, just like the video and everything behind it. Um, plus, you get to build a lot of relationships with people. Like. I've learned a lot of things, not even really video related, just about being a good friend to other people. Yeah, know? building
1: those intentional relationships, right? Yeah, exactly. So how can we have more um, intentional relationships okay. in our lives?
0: You know, I, I, I don't know that, that there's a, uh, an answer that would suffice that question, but I think it all starts with yourself. Like when you, I think what Jessica is saying as well is when we put on the full armor, like when we go out like for battle, like we've got all these areas in our life, like the food, the sleep, you know, the, the, the good healthy relationships, all of that is like our armor. You know, you wouldn't send like a soldier to war without a gun and, and, and his Kevlar and yeah. his helmet and all the protective equipment. So, I mean, Intentional relationships, I think they have to be healthy, and they have to add value to our lives. I mean, when if someone's taking away, that ultimately affects our mental health. Yeah. But I think also
3: you just said, like, they add value to your life, but I think also you don't want to go into trying to find friendship or relationship looking for something to, for them to give you back. Yeah. Like, you're not trying to, like, take, take, take from that person because mm-hmm. you're also trying to give. To absolutely. so yeah. you have to keep that in mind too.
0: absolutely we talked about that last in one of our episodes I think it was episode one about if we're looking for something back from a relationship uh, that's that's manipulation mm-hmm. so and I think that sometimes when we do that if we're not aware that could affect our mental health too yeah you know because we're, we're so upset that we're not getting something back but you kind of mentioned uh, medication mm-hmm. um, is that something that you feel open and comfortable with talking about a little bit? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, so how has that helped you? Like, if someone is out there that is this anti-medication and they're like, well, I can do this with fish oils, I can do this with mental, mental fitness training, and I don't need this. What would you
2: say in regards to, you know, how is, how's the medication has helped you? Um, I'd really just say, do what you think is best for you because ultimately that's most likely what will work best you know yourself more than I would know you. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I personally think medication has worked wonders for me. It took a while to find what has worked and what hasn't worked. Um, I remember for, when was that? I started a medication about a year and a half ago or maybe two years ago. Mm-hmm. And then I stopped taking that because I gained like 40 pounds just being on that medication. So like just finding what works for you, you know what I mean? Yeah, so that's, that... That's, uh,
0: I mean, you, I feel like I'm sitting here talking to a 30-year-old. You're like, you're so wise, man. It's like, this is, like, this is super this It's a compliment. It's a compliment. This, yeah, yeah, no, no. This is super cool. I, I want the listeners to, to really unpack what you just said. It's like, what works for you? Like, medication may not be for everybody. And then once you found that medication worked for you, you had to go through and cycle through probably a few different meds before you yeah. found out. Will exactly. work for you, so mm-hmm. um, and it has stabilized you, and you you are um, a believer in it. Yes, I
1: am. And I want to ask, just because you know, from a from a mom standpoint, mm-hmm. you know, how how do you see the difference, or like?
4: I'm glad you asked because I was going to just chime in, but yeah. I will say um, that I actually was very anti against him taking medications in the beginning. As his mom I didn't want him to have to rely on taking medications for the rest of his life to be stable um, and so I wanted to try to you know see if we could fix things through thera- therapy and all of those things and who sees a counselor um, that he meets with all the time and I just felt like again I didn't want him to have to rely on that so until I came to grasp with the fact that he needed all of those things he needed medication he needed therapy he needed to see he needed people to talk to outside of just me um, he's a completely different child I mean his first like 12 to 14 were hard hard years for us um, him and I just constantly butt heads. Um, and within a couple months and he's right we did have to you know change medications and up and down dosage and so there was a lot of like playing with that to get him work to where he is and he's stable now um, but a night and day difference and but I do agree with him I think it depends on the person that is is uh, you know if you decide to take medication I think some people can do it on their own I know for me I'm kind of like when fitness is like my mental health it helps me so much if I don't do it I totally can tell a difference in my mood and how I am that day so I think everybody kind of has to find their niche but I think it's definitely um, hereditary, too. It runs in my family. And so my dad's bipolar, and one of my sister's older sisters is diagnosed bipolar as well. So it, it definitely runs in family. And I think a lot of people within families go without being diagnosed yeah. or ignore those those things. And so I think it's super important to know your history and like your background and things, because I think that definitely will bring things to the surface, too, when you start to have these little episodes. So when he told me, like I said, he self-diagnosed, that um, he thought he was bipolar. And, I mean, I automatically thought of my dad, and I was like, there's a great chance that he is because it runs in my family. So, um, yeah. yeah. I'm glad you
0: said that, too, because culturally, is we don't like to talk about this. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, coming up as an African-American kid in the inner city, it was like, if you're acting up, go get that, that branch off the tree. Go get that switch off the tree. You know, whatever, I'm going to whip your ass, you know, if you don't start acting right. And we never really got a chance to even talk about mental health. It wasn't even talked about till back in the day or even. We never even heard the terminology. It was just like, you need your butt looked, you know? And and then once, I think, you know, later on when it did come to surface, um, it was more of an embarrassment. Like, no one wanted that label on you, you know? Not my kid. And, I, and, and I, I want to be honest with our listeners, I think that I did a lot of harm to, to my own son, um, who who I think if he was diagnosed earlier, who knows what the diagnosis would have been, but it was like, not my child. My child is is, is going to, you know, he's going to do these assignments on time and turn them in on time. And he's, he's not, there's no such thing as ADHD in my family. So again, you know, I think parents, if, if you're really, really wanting the best for your child, I think you need to listen to some of our listeners today. I mean, I think that this is good stuff. Um, yeah. How do, how
1: would you identify like those those uh, triggers or, or I, I know you as a parent, you're like he did this, this, and this, but you know, you wasn't the other parent, in um, your son. Like, what made you react and think? What were those signs?
0: Well, I think the signs were, they were there early, you know, just focus, lack of focus, uh, not completing tasks, uh, this very slow at completing tasks. Um, there, were, there were a lot of red flags there early on, but again, not being educated and as we are today, and that's, that's why we're doing these podcasts, is because we have a heart, Jessica and I, and our team has a heart to reach other people, all right and our mission is to help other people and that it was just not there the information wasn't there but you have professional athletes you talked about Kanye West we we've, we've got people that are coming out saying hey i need a break you know how many nba players or nfl players this last season you know it's in the the nfl and these sports professional sports organizations are saying hey we 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 want to give you time away we are understanding that this is a problem. So I wish I would've had this information 10 years ago because I would've done some things different as a parent. Yeah. Uh, Edith, I know that you and I, 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 we get a chance to talk a lot and, and uh, we've been able to develop a bond and work together. Um, you know, wh- what would you say on the cultural thing? Was it ever talked about in your family? I know as an African-American a male, it wasn't talked about, but in the Hispanic culture, uh, what did you guys know about this coming up? Because you're a little bit older than Teal. Uh, there's a little gap, so was it talked about in your home?
3: Um, I would say, personally, I would say no. Um, Jessica and I are sisters. I'll just put that out there, so she probably will have a different opinion. I would say no. I think um, it was more pushed. I was more like whatever mom and dad said, that's how I was in it that if life wasn't treating you the way it was, like, it's whatever. Like, you just have to go through the motions and you have to figure it out on your own. So I feel like that took a lot of mental health. Um, like, that was hard on my mental health too, growing up, and my, for my sisters and for my siblings. Now, the repercussions are showing. Um, and like, I think that's why you, you know, you rebel as a young kid. and You look for other outlets that you're not really, they're not really the healthy ones. Um, so I, I, I would say, no. I would say we, I think up until this day, if you would sit and talk to my mom, she'd be like, no, like, let's just pray about it, or let's just find alternatives, let's just take this medicine, let's just do this and this and this, rather than sitting down and like, you know, how about we have a therapy session, how about we all go as a family to counseling, or I think she would still, you know, push it away, which I don't blame her, because she also wasn't educated as a child on mental health, and um, I think now we as sisters are trying to help our younger siblings, you know, like, your life together, you know, you, you have help, we're trying to help you, and these are the resources to, you know, to have a better mental health.
0: Yeah, I've got to see that. Yeah, I've got to yeah. see how much you and your sister are involved with, with your family, but and you you said something that I don't want us as listeners to skim over, either. Like, it's not our parents' fault. Mm-hmm. They just didn't know. They only, they only did what they were, that was done to them, you know, and again, um, now that we we, we can't use that as a crutch. We have to move out of that victim mentality and say, how can we help others be better? And that's why we have Tillman Scott here. So I, I just want to ask, you know, in, in school,
1: yeah. is it talked about? Is it? I know when we were in school, yeah. we would never hear yeah. anything about mental health or, or coping skills or anything. Is it talked about now in
2: your school? I'd say it definitely is a lot more. Um, now, because I don't know, I guess m- there's more access to the internet. Like, you can go anywhere and you'll see stuff about mental and behavioral health.
1: Like, I know it's, some schools have, like, on the back of your ID card, they yeah. have. You want to talk about that? Yeah, it's, The
2: uh, they have the suicide prevention or just uh, crisis, crisis hotline. Do you have that on you? Do you yeah. have your card on you? Yeah. Can I see it?
0: Because mm-hmm. I think that that's, that would be really cool is that. If you in um, this podcast becomes uh, an, an ambassador for other kids to mm-hmm. find out ways that they their suicide is not an option. It's we weird. don't want a permanent solution for a temporary problem. Yeah. What we want is to have young men like you mm-hmm. and young women like Edith to be able to come around and have these open discussions, so that we can grow, that we can get better, and that people, um, you know, uh, know that that there are success stories,
3: mm-hmm. right? That's what yes. this is about. You're I'm just going to go off what he said about the school question. I think this generation now, like my generation and his generation, mm-hmm. because of social media, because of inter- the internet, it's mental health is more talked about. It's more open. I feel like back then in your like in your generation, it wasn't as much, but I feel like now, like you have influencers on Instagram, and they have partnerships with these companies that, you know, work with mental health, or there's just a lot of there's, they're not quiet. They're not quiet about how they feel, about what they're saying, about correcting like celebrities or correcting just people in general. So I think he's right when he says that it's talked about. Uh, probably not enough maybe in schools, but I think it's talked about for sure. God, I agree. It's, it's
4: definitely come to the surface where you have people like Kanye West, who is yeah. an African American man, who's coming out and saying, like, I, I bipolar, I have issues. I'm gonna let people know to make people aware and he's had scrutiny he's been scrutinized for coming out and saying those things he's also been scrutinized for not taking his medications like Tillman said or not even or just coming out and saying crazy things but you have all these professional athletes who are committing suicide as well that have great careers and so I think it's come to the surface where in our days like we said we weren't educated it wasn't out there there weren't athletes coming out saying hey like I I'm depressed, I have depression, I have all these issues, and now I feel like it's come to the surface where it's not um, anything to be embarrassed about. It's, I mean, everyone is dealing with it. Everybody has some sort of mental health issue that they're working on or working with, whether it be depression, um, bipolar disorder, ADHD, there's, everybody's got a little bit of something going on in in our minds.
0: Yes, because you sit back sometimes and you're like, geez, all these people, that you think are so healthy or they have money, but they're really broken. And you just never know who you're walking next to, who you're sitting next to. And I always say, it doesn't take much to smile. You know what, it doesn't take much to say hello. It doesn't take much to say something, to drop a seed in someone else's life that could probably change, wouldn't that be crazy? Like to know that this person was getting ready to walk out In front of a car and take their lives, but because you smiled or because you told them they look good or smell good or you like their outfit or whatever, if that was the thing that they needed to like change their their opinion about life, and that they chose not to take their life today because you invested ten seconds into their lives, if we did that more, I mean, we could change our community. We can impact our our community for a purpose, right? And if that's all about
1: being present, right? Being yeah. being in the moment, living in the moment, being present and recognizing other individuals who who are going through this stuff instead of just skimming it over and be like, oh, well, they gave me a look and I'm gonna walk away.
3: And it's crazy because I went to San Antonio, um, what did they go? I went like this past year um, on December, I went in December and we went to this museum and they had a room and it's called a phone room or something like that. And people go into this phone booth and they talk in the phone booth and they say a secret that they've been holding on for like however many years. Um, and then you get to go around the wall and there's phones all around the wall so you get to hear what people are saying. And they're, it's like daily, people go in there daily and say stuff. And the, the majority of things that I heard was like, I wanna commit suicide, I'm going to c- commit suicide, or like my mom committed suicide, this is how I feel. So a lot of it was a lot of mental health and they would say like, I am taking shrooms because of blah 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 or I do cocaine every day. You're like it was crazy to hear how many people are going through it when and they don't feel heard that they had to go to a museum and say it in the phone phone, you know, in the phone. So it was pretty cool if you guys have a chance you guys should go. It's it's crazy yeah. to hear all those things that people go through.
0: Well that, that that's creative. That's a that's a way of just someone coming up with a concept to get people to feel like they've been hurt, mm-hmm. um, and I think a lot of times that that is is—is uh, what it's all about, and that's why we want you guys to sip the tea with us, we thank you for sipping the tea with us, and really talking about a tough topic, and like I said, I really do, I know that this is episode one, but I think that uh, we would be, uh, really not doing a, would do a disservice if we didn't have episode two, three, four. Uh, we really want to really unpack this. Like I said, I'm not an expert at this. So anything that has been said on the podcast are just uh, opinions that, that Jessica and I and, and you guys are offering. But maybe we get uh, down the road and we get a, a doctor or a therapist in here and we, we just keep unpacking this because I, I have a heart for people. And I'm I'm so glad to that you are doing what you're doing in your community, and I encourage you to keep being a shining star on that Mountain View campus. Because yeah. I promise you, there are <laughs> hurt people out there, right? Yeah, hurt people, yes. hurt people.
1: All right, thank you guys. Yes.
2: Thank you.
0: So thanks, man, for sipping the tea. But I want to make sure that uh, you uh, share the number for any kids that out there that are suffering or thinking about suicide could you share a website or a phone number with them?
2: Uh, yeah, the one that I always think about is the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline and the number for that is 1-800-273-8255.
0: And hey, thanks again for coming on and sharing with us. We wanna let you and all of our listeners know that we love you. We are your biggest cheerleaders and we cannot wait to see you again on 15 minutes too. Thank you.
1: And remember, taking it one
0: day at a time thanks for sipping the tea with us until we meet again stay blessed